You're listening to AskDaryl.com. You've got questions, we'll get you the answers. AskDaryl.com. Hello, you're listening to episode number two of the Ask Daryl podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Girardier, and this is a podcast where I do my best to answer your questions about communications, social media, and technology for the church. The podcast format is pretty simple. You give me one question, I do my best to answer it. I'll do it the best, to, the, the most brief and hopefully thorough yet helpful way possible. Today's question comes from Amanda A. Key, who is at AA Key on Twitter. Amanda, I hope I'm pronouncing your last name correctly. Her question is this What is the process for creating a social media package for a sermon series or event? What is the starting point? What's the ideal timeline? What tips and tricks are there? What networks and how? Well, Amanda, that's a really good question. And I would tell you, actually, that's a question that's got a lot of layers to it. So I'm actually going to answer this question over probably the next two or three episodes of this podcast. So I'll start with the first part, part one, and that is determining the design of the social media package. How do you go about doing that? And how do you do it in such a way that it scales from sermon series to sermon series to sermon series. So the first thing I would do, step one in this process would be determine the networks you're going to use for the sermon series. And hopefully the, these are the networks that you consistently use on a regular basis. For us, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter is where primarily our church lives. So when I'm doing the social media package, if you will, the design work, then I will start with those networks first. Now, once I've determined those are the networks I'm starting with, which are my basic ones that I, I we use on a day in and day out basis, I got to figure out what type of content I'm going to create for that. So in other words, I'm probably going to focus on stuff that revolves around the post. So it's Instagram. I'm thinking about how we need to create the design work so it'll fit the post. I also think the design work of Facebook and Twitter as well. I also am thinking through if I'm going to change out the cover photos. So as you know, Facebook, Twitter, all have cover, even YouTube, uh, you know, Google Plus, you can change out the cover photo at the top. Well, I'll ask the question is, is this a sermon series where I really want to change out the cover photo and change all that out as well? I kind of like to do that from sermon series to sermon series. I think it kind of creates a, a movement and it kind of gives a freshness to the social media networks. So when I'm creating graphics for a social media package, we're creating stuff not just for our content for the posts, but I'm also creating stuff for the branding at the top of our Facebook page, our Twitter page, and our Google Plus page as well. Now, once I've got that squared away, I know which networks I'm going to be on, and I know what I'm going to be putting on those networks in terms of the, the type of the format, then I need to figure out the dimensions. I need to figure out all those details. Now, hopefully this should be a repeatable process for you, but the easy way for me to figure out what those are is I go to canva.com. That's C-A-N-C-A-N-V-A.com. C-A-N-V-A.com. Canva.com. I'll put the link in the show notes. And canva.com is an easy way to go create graphics online in your browser, or if nothing else, it's a great way to figure out what the latest dimensions are. There's a lot of social media posts out there telling you what the latest dimensions are for Pinterest, Twitter, Instagram. I find the easiest way is to go to Canva because they keep all that up to date and I just grab whatever they've got and I use those dimensions and those have worked for me pretty much every single time. So that's what I do. I determine the dimensions using canva.com. Once we do that, I document this work. By the way, after I've got all the stuff from Canva, I will create, uh, our team will create basically a documentation that we kind of know that all of our designers on our team know that, hey, 
this is the latest this is the latest format if facebook changes its news feed we need to update our dimensions we'll update that documentation so the fact that our designers know hey this is how i create something for facebook so once i figured out my networks once i figured out what types of posts and once i figure out the dimensions i document that so our designers know what's going on so once we've done that we've got all that squared away the question is is what's our timeline how what kind of timeline do you need to kind of create these graphics well i think that depends a little bit on how much inputs required into your sermon graphic design okay you got to kind of back that up in certain places the senior pastor they've got final say sometimes it's a communications minister sometimes it's a worship leader every church is structured a little differently so you'll need to figure out what what kind of works in your environment for us we work about two weeks out uh, even though we're given the sermon series about six months out we'll be given an, a timeline for the next six months of everything that's going to be uh, taught in worship we actually are working on a timeline about two weeks out so about before a sermon series starts about two weeks beforehand will actually finalize that design. Now we work in an environment where we've been pretty much given a lot of free reign in terms of the design. We don't get uh, we don't get a lot of pushback on what we do, which is really, really nice. So we've got a lot of freedom. So we know when we walk in two weeks beforehand and we show everybody, hey, this is the design work, we know 95% of the time we're going to be good to go. Very rarely are we do we have any cases where there's a lot of pushback on the design. Now here's a key thing when you're doing design work in sermon series graphics and especially for your social media you need to figure out who the driver is for this design a lot of times what happens is, is somebody will come up with an idea and then somebody wants to build on that idea and then somebody else builds on that idea and all of a sudden you're in a room full with your communications team and there are 10 different people trying to design the sermon series artwork well that's what we call design by committee and that's a really bad idea what you need to do is you need to figure out who that driver for the sermon series artwork is going to be. Let that person drive the process. Let them have the final say and let them drive it. So again, what we do here is, is we figure out who really needs to have the input. Okay. Figure out who the single driver is. And once that we have that single driver, then we're good to go. And once again, for us, we work about two weeks out in terms of artwork, in terms of planning, uh, given everything else that's going on in our schedule now here's the other thing you'll notice i'm saying design in our artwork and i think there's a good distinction here that i want to make note of a lot of times we'll use those terms interchangeably and even i do artwork and design are actually two different things at least in the way i define them design work for me is i'm trying to visually solve a problem for you Okay, so I'm trying to visually communicate something. To me, design is a little more business oriented. It's a lot more objective. Whereas you use the term artwork, and artwork to me can be a lot more subjective. So when I use the terms design versus artwork, I want to make sure I use design because to me, design implies this is more of an objective process by which we're going through to which how we're going to determine the artwork. Okay, now once I've got that down, my design timeline for us, once again, we're two weeks. I begin the process of creating all the graphics and lining all that up. Now, here's something I also want you to think about. When you're creating all of these graphics for your sermon series, so let's say, for example, let's use Instagram. When you're creating the stuff for Instagram, sometimes it's really easy to create one single background. Okay, so you might say you have a background that's got this really cool mountainscape on it because all your other artwork for the sermon series has the mountainscape. That's great. 
The tendency is to want to use that one graphic over and over again for the entire series. Here's the problem with that. We've noticed that what you do is you encounter something called store blindness. And what I mean by store blindness is it's a concept by which you see something so much that you become blind to it. You start to ignore it. So what we found was if we use the same artwork over and over again over, say, like a four to six week period in a sermon series, if we had, say, taken some of our pastor's quotes and I put them on Instagram using that artwork with the mountain in the background, we find that people after a while kind of get used to it and they all start to look the same. So one suggestion is, is that as you're looking through and creating this artwork and creating this design work for your social media campaign, find possibly three, three to four, if not maybe up to six different variances of the artwork that still call back to the original design, but at the same time, give it its own unique flavor. That way, when you're posting an Instagram or two, three Instagram posts in a week, or maybe on a Sunday, it doesn't feel like it's just a repetitive one right after the other in terms of the way it looks. They actually kind of separate themselves. That'll kind of make each post kind of stand out for you and possibly give you uh, higher reach and possibly higher interaction because people aren't nearly as blind to it. So let me review it once again. Start with determining your networks, then determine what you need for each network. Are you going to create posts? Are you going to change the covers? Once you've figured out what your assets are that you need to create, figure out the dimensions, go to canva.com to create the dimensions. Make sure you document this workflow so it's repeatable and scalable week after week. Then determine your design timeline. For us, again, we can do around two weeks because of we've got other assets we've got to go inside the worship center and get so forth to make all that work. So for us, about two-week timeline works. And then make sure you're creating enough variance in your work that people don't become store blind to what you're creating. So the fact that the design work consistently feels fresh inside the viewer's mind. So that's Part one to answer your question, and that is about determining the design work for your social media networks. So Amanda, hopefully that answers the first part of your question. I will come back next week and hopefully knock out the rest in terms of how do you schedule this out? How do you actually plan this? We're going to kind of get into the weeds a little bit, but hopefully keep it short and brief and to the point and give you the answer you're looking for. If you've got a question for me, there are two ways to get to me. You can either go to askadaryl.com and that will direct you to the form where you can ask me a question and hopefully I'll be able to answer it for you. Or you can go on Twitter and just use the hashtag askdaryl. That's hashtag A-S-K-D-A-R-R-E-L. And I will be monitoring that hashtag and I hopefully will be able to answer your question. As always, you can read my blog at DarylGirardier.com or you can follow me on Twitter at DGirardier. That's D-G-I-R-A-R-D-I-E-R. Also, this podcast is now on iTunes. So there will be a link in the show notes if you're listening on the website for you to subscribe. Feel free to go ahead and do that. Hope you have a great day. Bye. Thanks for listening to AskDaryl.com. Don't forget, if you've got questions, go online and submit them to AskDaryl.com.